Hi, and welcome to the Online Notification Pod, a weekly podcast about online and digital, created by Zuma. I'm Doug, content creator at Zuma and your host for today. And in this episode, I've got another interview with a non-Zuma. It's Jack Warren, who's the CRM manager at Automata, a British company that specializes in products and solutions for laboratory automation. So what that means is basically if you imagine the typical image of a lab with lots of scientists in white coats handling specimens and taking samples and things like that, Automata's hardware and software basically automates all of those manual repetitive tasks and allows the scientists to actually focus on the science. Automata is also a B2B company, and as you can imagine, a lot of their customers are pharmaceutical companies, universities, hospitals, and places like that. And like most B2B companies, they rely on a CRM system to give their sales and marketing teams the information and the insights that they need. Jack leads a lot of the CRM work at Automata, and as a company, they've actually come quite far in making the CRM into something that actually drives business. So I spoke to Jack about the company's background with CRM, some of the advances they've made in the last year or so and how they made them, and what tips he would give to other B2B companies that want to achieve something similar. I hope you enjoy it. So, hello, uh, Jack Warren. Welcome to the online notification pod. How are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are you? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. It's um, nice to have an external guest on the pod for once. We've had like 60 episodes now with uh, the same kind of five or six people. So um, now we're branching out a little bit. Oh, I feel privileged. privileged to you. <laughs> <laughs> is this your first uh, podcast or are you it is, yeah. already? It is, yeah. First podcast experience, yeah. Fantastic. I mean, since you're the the man of the hour, why don't you... um? introduce yourself a little bit and uh, tell us a bit more about your company. Sure. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm Jeff. So I'm currently CRM and data manager at Automata. I, I look after a HubSpot uh, and all things data related pretty much uh, for Automata. Um, and well, the company itself is actually a lab automation partner that helps, basically helps scientists relieve themselves of the highly repetitive tasks that they find themselves in their labs and second focus on the more science approach and solving the, the challenges they face at the moment. Cool. Yeah. I would recommend everyone to go to your site and look at the videos of some of these um, robots working away. There was one that's like a row of like 30 robotic arms processing yeah. um, uh, what they call PCR tests yeah, yeah. for the health service in Britain. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, the NHS. Yeah, that was a yeah, really, really good project last year. Mm. So what does a CRM manager do? Sure, yeah. Uh, so CRM, I basically after, well, it's looking after the customer relationship management system. Um, so any contacts that come through via the website or we host all the information, customers or future potential customers come into the website um, and we host it basically on a big database um, where it contains all the relevant information that we can provide you with a service and obviously we can track to go through the, the funnel to say and pass all that detail relevant information to the relevant teams in the business yeah and that's uh that's the tricky part i think that a lot of um b2b companies struggle with is getting that information you know throughout the company it's one thing just to have it all gathering in a crm but it's actually making use of it you know making sure it gets to the to the right people yeah is that, 
kind of been the sticking point for you yeah definitely I think it's um yeah so when I joined which was about nine months ago it was a challenge automotive previously just service like e-commerce um sort of offering with the the selling robots basically online then pivoted obviously to the b2b play service providing for labs um that hosted the challenge of we were trying to transition the business but it was ahead of what the our crm was tracking and the data we were able to collect so there's a bit of a catch-up with um, the, the CRM system itself. So yeah, that's been a unique challenge, but over the last couple of months, we really got down to that, trying to provide the visibility of what happens to our data and provide it to the, to the relevant teams so they can actually see from a higher view exactly where we are from start to finish, top of the funnel, all the way through to the current conversation of sales teams. But before that was a bit like unclear. It was a bit more like to know who's talking to who or where leads coming from or anything. So really putting this into place. So everyone can just quickly have a snapshot view of where everyone is in that system is, uh, yeah, has been really super beneficial for the company. Uh, although still working on loads of different things, obviously it's never finishing. So it's always trying to optimize that. Yeah. And I mean, it's the benefits of that are pretty obvious, I think, because, you know, if you're thinking about salespeople, maybe often that kind of information is in like people's inboxes or some kind of private excel or just like in their heads really yeah whereas now you i guess you kind of have like full visibility over everything that's going on really then no yeah so yeah we get everyone to like basically link up to hubspot and hubspot is our main source of truth so ideally everyone comes in there everything gets tracked in hubspot just so yeah you're right like there isn't any rogue excel sheet that is being used to keep tabs on what's happening in latest deals obviously that's no good for the business to see because that's just Someone's Excel, it could be deleted, it could be whatever mis- misplaced or whatever. So having everything in HubSpot it allows us to give a visibility. And for me, I pro- I provide also that the insights to the data as well. So for me, if you have to go through and I can say, okay, this is exactly who this person's working with and et cetera, et cetera, going through the data just to provide that visibility. Mm, sure. um, yeah, that's definitely been a struggle to piece it together. Yeah. And how does what you well, what you're working on now compared to how it was before? Were you working with another CRM system before HubSpot? Or? Uh, no, but since I joined Automata, it's always been HubSpot. It was just more of a, we had all the fields, everything was set up just for pure e-commerce play, basically, and, and going through that step by step. Now we're moving to the B2B. I'm sort of converting everything that I could from e-commerce to keep it similar to the B2B so we didn't lose any, didn't have any downtime as such with the CRM. Everything was still in, like nobody who was using it day to day would actually see any difference to how HubSpot worked necessarily. It would just be more like this, I'm transitioning everything on the back end, I'm building all the workflows, the lists, everything to go through and make sure someone comes to the website, gets picked up by the SDR team, triggers a task, they can go out and reach out to these these leads um, and it obviously triggers them in the reports and dashboards as well and putting in the right information that we need at the right time. And if not, they can decide to be going to nurture or sequence or however else that goes at that stage. It just depends. So I'm trying to build that. I'm trying to build it in the end to be simple, but effective, I guess. I don't want people to have too many choices because I find otherwise too many choices. It's going to be hard to upkeep. So trying to keep it simple, step by step. And then everything is ideally consistent in the end. You you mentioned it a couple of times, but just to clarify, you, you kind of, pivoted recently from like e-commerce selling these robots online to to like more of a I don't want to say standard you know but like yeah 
B2B company with, you know, the, the usual structure that people are familiar with. But um, what's kind of been the difference then in the CRM in terms of, you know, I guess the kind of information you're interested in um, gathering in and, and taking care of after making that switch, you know? Yeah. So obviously, like before, there was lots of um, data capture around people putting it in baskets or a website they visited or how many orders they placed, et cetera. Now it's much more of these, we have a long sales cycle now. So it's more like they need multiple touch points. So we put on those webinars, events, paid campaigns, so LinkedIn, et cetera. When ideally, I'm sort of step by step getting there. So we have attribution for events, webinars, and the original source. But eventually I'll do it for every single stage. So if they come back third or fourth time, they come via LinkedIn or paid search, they also tag it. So we can see the whole journey and see what actually drives these people to end up converting into, obviously into the sale. So it's a map of that journey and every stage and see what, what marketing material that someone actually puts out and actually what's working in the market. I think, yeah, getting that stage obviously would be ideal for the business. It's just transitioning to that phase, which is going to take a bit of time and especially doing it retrospectively, it's going to be very difficult and <laughs> time consuming, but mm. from, as soon as I put that into place, it should be able to track that data moving forward. Okay. Um, and how have all these things been received throughout the company? I'm kind of thinking sales, marketing, you know, them being able to, marketing, for example, being able to see, like you said, oh, this webinar brought this person in and then eventually they went on to buy for such and such an amount, you know? There's, there's not a lot of companies that have that, not a lot of marketing departments that have that kind of feedback, you know? Yeah, it's been a struggle to build out, to be honest. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, I, so I was trying to do it from a channel above. So I'm, I'm doing events, in specific events. Then I can attribute, like, these deals were created by this event. And also, as I mentioned, the influence. Um, but yeah, the marketing team has really found it useful, obviously, because we can then pinpoint, like, which, which events, like events and page search seems to be the top formulas for us at the moment. And then it's breaking that down as well. Like, is there a particular ad group? Is there a keyword that's really triggering these people to go through that stage? And it's mapping out like that phase of it as well. But for the marketing point of view, it's like we were obviously recently pivoted. We still didn't know what worked, what doesn't work. But we now found that, yeah, there's actually quite a good response if we go to events, webinars, and paid search. Um, and obviously, I think the SEO is hard to mention that because obviously a year ago, we were trying to rank for selling robots and now we're doing much more B2B play. So organic is always going to be a little bit lagging behind um, especially from a paid search point of view. But we're still, obviously, people coming through organic. Um, yeah, and the marketing team, yeah, I really find that that really useful, and the sales team in particular, to see, like, where they lead to actually come from, uh, that point of view. And I think I mentioned, yeah, about the visibility as well. They can really see at what stage every lead is at. And then if it's, like, one particular event out of all these leads from this event, where are they in that funnel as well? And seeing that view of, was it a good was it a good event? Wasn't a good event and why? Why wasn't it a good event as well? So in the future we can always make improvements and make adjustments to the business. Mm. And I suppose it makes it easier for you to know what to prioritize as well. You don't spend loads of time on, I don't know, some kind of uh, some particular kind of content that at the end of the day doesn't really produce a great deal of business. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And could I how big is uh, your company? About hundred and fifteen people. Oh, okay. So they grow and yeah, I think when I joined it was like seventy, right. just nine months ago. So it's almost a fifty percent increase. Right. And you have um 
it sounds like you have, you know, marketing department, sales department. So is, is it, are you, your kind of CRM group, are you kind of like floating somewhere in between there or, you know, yeah. I'm just wondering how, how you fit in, you know, to the environment a little bit. Yeah. I sort of sit, I guess I'm, I've sort of sit in between sales and marketing, but I'm more on the marketing side of things. As we also have a sales operation manager who takes care of mainly the from the deals onwards and post um, post completion of deals as well. Even on top of that, so I'm more on top of the funnel, making sure everything is coming in in, in correctly and trapped basically. Um, working very closely with him to get everything up to the speed and make sure from beginning to end um, that everything is running smoothly basically across the whole business. But yeah, I, I sit many definitely more on the marketing side. Um, but even then I'm just a little bit out, I think, because I try and like, take a objective view of the of the data without being yeah, in charge of any campaigns or anything. And do you think uh <laughs> I mean I guess obviously you do because that's your job, but do you think it's would be smart to like have someone like you at, you know, a large B2B company, like someone who is the CRM manager? I j I'm just kind of thinking. A lot of companies, the CRM is, you know, the responsibility of someone in marketing often. And then that, you know, gives rise to um, a bit of a disconnect with all the other parts of the company that, where it's really De important. Yeah, I think a CRM definitely needs someone like dedicated to focus on it. Um, and I'm not just saying that because that's my job. <laughs> but that is definitely like... <clears throat> creating a bit of a job security here. Yeah, no, exactly. Um <laughs> but it's just, I think it's just the, the, the obviously the more quality data you have in the system and the more data you can actually pull out is going to be a lot more beneficial to the business you can't rely on the, what the CRM is telling you if it's like part time from someone's responsibility and it's multiple people there's no step by step process of how all the data goes, goes into the CRM system it could be wildly inconsistent then the data you try and pull out isn't going to be relevant it isn't going to be useful and in the end it's going to be just a waste basically so i think ideally yeah you need someone to come in place take responsibility map out the whole journey and make sure that data that's collected in the crm is actually useful and the business can pick it apart and say what's working what's not how is this doing how long does it take you know pull these stats out and data that's needed i think for make make the right business decisions obviously if the business wants to go to more data-driven um decision making i think the crm is a big part of that because you can actually understand all the information about the customers themselves. Mm. And yeah, sure. if someone's looking after it like part-time, I don't think that's that's going to be a struggle to, keep, to upkeep. Yeah, exactly. I, don't, I think you definitely notice that the more you start doing with your CRM and you, know, you get the first few bits of useful stuff out of it, the more you actually realize that it does need to be a full-time job mm -hmm. to continue developing in that way. Yeah, absolutely. So... I always try and get some like tips in this podcast and um, I know it's a uh, kind of tricky because it's, you know, trying to summarize your entire um, history at, at Automata um, in a few tips, but you know, there's plenty of B2B companies that struggle with CRM and actually making use of it. What kind of advice would you give to a company like that? Is kind of trying to get somewhere where you are you know in the direction you're going yeah i think it's just it's just really important i think to actually map out how it's currently used 
I think that would be a good way because I found that as very beneficial because obviously I can come in and just say like, this is how I think it should be used, but not necessarily how others actually use it. So I try and get like the feedback sessions. I try to run through it with the other members of the team to see how they work. And I just try to maybe simplify that and see if I can match it together. Maybe just marketing and sales and using it almost, almost very similar, but I can combine these, like these properties together. Um, and just trying to make this, I guess, streamlined as possible um, for, for both teams and ideally just make it like a step-by-step process. And it's just really understanding the data. I think it just needs, like, it took me a few months, to be honest, to really dive deep into the current system just to understand how everything worked together. Because um, obviously, time goes on, you add, you add a workflow, you add a list, you add properties, you add everything else. And before you know it, it's a bit like, I guess it's out of control and there's workflows everywhere and things are flying and you don't really understand it, I think. So taking the time to definitely like go through the system, understand exactly what's going on um, and what data you're looking to track as well. Like what what do you want to get out of the CRM system? What is the key points that you want to have um, with the data that you're actually tracking in there? Mm. I think and then you can like reverse engineer from, from, from that basically. Yeah. Have you ever found yourself trying to slim down the amount of different kinds of data that you want to get in you know i'm just thinking if you just get hubspot out of the box you know you have a list of all these properties and it can be a bit overwhelming and maybe you find yourself focusing on the wrong the wrong bits of information really no definitely yeah i think that's the best way i try and picture like what would the business want to see at the end and i can translate that into like what would the crm need to contain to be able to provide them insights for the business in the end and yeah hub yeah out the box hubspot you do get a ton of ton of default ones that maybe aren't relevant to your business so i've i've gone through and i've been trying to amend them combine a couple remove them just to make it as as basically as small as possible and as as manageable as possible as well um i think yeah and as soon as you know your system crm system it's a lot easier to make sure everything is tracked correctly and at the end point is basically providing a providing the right data and would you recommend the hubspot crm I have used Salesforce before, but I, I, I do like HubSpot. I, I, I do like HubSpot. Um, yeah, because we also use the market, we use it also for marketing automation as well. Um, so everything is built into that. So at the moment, I think where we are currently is at a company, at, uh, currently are at Automata. I think HubSpot is the tool um, for us at the moment. And yeah, I like it. I like the uh, plugins as well and the apps you can plug into it. I think are uh, very useful to help expand the capabilities of HubSpot. What what kind of uh, plugins and add-ons are you making use of? I currently have a couple for data, so I'm putting lots of data into um, other tools like Data Studio as well to visualize a high level of of everything. Um, and also we use SalesLoft, um, which plugs into HubSpot. SDRs have their own like sequencing, um, like their cadences and everything else. Um, what else do we have? InCycle, just to keep the data fresh and runs through uh, tidies up helps automate a lot of the tidying up that I don't have to do instead basically so again I set up and it runs automatically um, those are the key ones and then we're moving actually towards more of an ABM play in the next few months so I've, I've sort of started to investigate the plugins for that as well it looks like a good few different options available for HubSpot so I'm excited to get them tested out as well soon well, great. I think um, that'll do for today, but uh, it was great to have you on and um, hear, uh, hear a bit more about 
uh, CRM. So thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you.